Let's try again. Okay, so welcome guys to your dream transformation without the setbacks, pitfalls or overwhelm. So what we're going to do, we're going to run through five main principles today that hopefully you can take away and use on your, your transformation, either if you're working with myself or doing it alone. So we're going to look through top five reasons why transformations can be tough. So if you look on the screen just here, we're looking at, you can get overwhelmed trying to do too much too soon, which is what I did as a younger version of me, I tried to do every single thing um, possible at once. And like many people got overwhelmed with that. You can find yourself pushing unrealistically and unnecessarily hard. So a lot of people that I have spoken to that have kind of started their journey, especially kind of new year, they've gone in going absolutely mad at their training and ultimately leave themselves not being able to walk for a week afterwards because they've gone from doing nothing to going absolutely crazy within their training. Got a couple of comments coming up. Let's just check these out. Arrow sponsorship from Amazon. No, I wish they were. Um, yeah, so a lot of people will do that with their kind of first few weeks in training. What will happen is they might see some quick results, but they will ultimately give up because it's too hard to keep up with that. Number three, so you can find yourself adopting the all or nothing mentality with your food. So again, this is something that I've been guilty of in the past. Sort of going back to when I first started training, eating like a bodybuilder, eating chicken, rice, no sauce, all that kind of thing. And just literally focusing on that as part of my life. So that's something that I want us to get out of as well. You have all the motivation at the start, but it fades after life gets in the way. So if anybody has heard of the emotional cycle of change, that is what that is. So you're just going to go in a loop of being motivated, seeing some results. The results slow down, you get demotivated and you end up going back to the start. So we can do a completely separate training on that um, going forward. And number five, you can pay yourself to where you used to be or other people that make it seem easy. So prime example of this would be social media, following uh, fitness influencers who ultimately do one photo shoot and then they share their pictures for the rest of the year to look like they are in that shape for the rest of the year. So that is what most people do and we should not be doing it. Does that make sense to everybody so far? I'm just going to check the comments. Um, guilty of free in the past. Yeah, all, all of these I've been guilty of over the last 15 years that I've been training. So what we're going to look at now is the desired outcome, okay? So when you get it right, you will achieve your dream body. So most of you that know how we train, most of you aren't training more than four days a week. So if anybody is listening back and they're currently training six, seven days a week, hours of cardio, you're probably doing it wrong. Be able to follow through even with a challenge. So a lot of you guys that are working with me at the minute, you have hit a lot of your body goals, but we're now pushing the boundaries with the other performance goals that we can hit. So like deadlift competitions, strongman competitions, endurance events. So we're trying to really push our body and stretch our limits to what we believe we can do. Number three, you'll enjoy the process and realize that it doesn't have to be painful. So again, you don't have to be limping out of the gym to be seeing results. You don't even have to be aching every single session. Those are a lot of the things that you'll probably read on Google, bodybuilding.com, that you've basically got to go to failure on every single set or whatever it is that you're doing in the gym. Number four, people will admire you for how you look, act, and think. So believe it or not, a lot of the, the when you go into the gym, 
the bodybuilder type people, they're only going to be focused on themselves. When you eventually look a certain way or whatever, they'll probably um, admire you to an extent as well, because they would have seen your journey along whatever you started at, whether it was you started overweight, whether you started skinny or whatever it may be, they will probably admire you from the facts, the work that you've put in and the process that you've put through over that time. Number five, you'll prove to yourself that you're able to do this and have unstoppable confidence in all areas of your life. So I'll use Robin as, as an example here. Rob started with me over two years ago, right? Thumbs up. Yeah. And right now his confidence is probably almost at the all-time high overall from a lot of the things that he's achieved within the gym. So his lifts, his deadlifts, his overall strength and what his body now looks like as, as a result of becoming pretty unstoppable in the lifts that he's done from when he started to where he is right now. So I'll use Rob as a prime example for that. Number five, finally have clarity and certainty for this part of your life to be in place, no matter what comes up. So again, a lot of you that are working with me privately, you are becoming unstoppable in all aspects of your life, not just within what you're doing within the gym. So if we look at all these challenges that have come up over the last couple of years, like your mental resilience from COVID, multiple lockdowns, other things that have been going on in the world, especially with all the worry about what's going on in the news currently, we are in a much better place than what we would be if we hadn't have been on this journey so far. So all of these things will come into place when we go through these uh, next five principles just now. So has anyone got any questions before we move on? It will make sense. Just give me a thumbs up in the box or a yes. Okay, perfect. Right. Let's get my notes up. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so key principle number one. So if you want to take notes on this, then absolutely do so. Um, right. Okay, so I'm going to liken this to you getting in shape is like starting a new job. So there's a lot to set up. And when you initially start something new, there's a lot of things that are going to come into place. So example, your training, your food. So your food will likely have to change. Maybe your sleep pattern, even your time management with fitting in this new kind of workouts, etc. Maybe getting your extra steps in or even cooking your food. So there's things like you, you need to learn and possibly aspects of even completely learning to cook from scratch. And at the start, it's going to require a lot more focus and energy. Obviously, the longer you do it, the easier it's going to be. So let's not put too much pressure when you start this transformation. Wherever you are in your journey, if you're starting something new, don't start and add too much pressure to yourself. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, just put a yes in the chat box. Is this something that you've done previously? If it is, put a yes. If you've never gone too fast too soon, just put no. Perfect. Yeah, cool. If there's any other questions as well as we run through this, guys, then please feel free to pop it in the box and we'll go back to it at the end. So another question I'd like you to ask yourself is, can you see yourself sticking to this a year from now? And what I want to, what I mean by that is if you start a new diet, can you see yourself doing it a year from now? I'll use that as an example, as I wrote a piece of content earlier in which going back 
must be eight to 10 years. I started a diet where I lost nine pounds in a week. And at the time, I was really chuffed about it. But looking at this question now, there's not a chance in hell I would have been able to stick to that a year from now. It was a very low carb diet, very quick to drop weight, but it's not sustainable and it's most likely not maintainable. So ask yourself that. The way you're training now, can you, can you do that a year from now? Or the way you're eating right now, can you stick to that a year from now? If the answer is no, let's look at changing what that is. Okay, so build the habits by this and make it manageable over a long period of time. This will also obviously stop you from kind of burnout, which again, I've suffered from in the past. Um, everybody happy with that one? Anyone guilty of this in the past? Just stick a yes or a no in the chat box. What we got? Or any other thing we'd like to share there? I've no idea what this red line that's just appeared on the screen. Okay, so we're going to go to the next number. Okay, so key principle number two. We, again, don't want to look at going all or nothing and going from gears one to five or six or whatever it may be. You have to do everything one step at a time. So we want to make the whole transition and the whole transformation a lot more fluid than just going straight from first gear to fifth gear. We've got a comment there. Drastic change when I started, but accumulation of lots of little changes made a big change. Yeah, perfect, Rob. And uh, yeah, we like to think of this as shifting up a gear. So right now at the start of your journey, we will go from one to two to two to three, etc. three to four, all the way right up into that fifth gear. And what we want to look at from, for example, week one, look at your training intensity to start with. Okay. So a lot of people, again, who join the private coaching, they don't go into doing five days a week or hard four days a week. We take the first couple of weeks to get them used to the process, ask them to complete 80% of their workouts within the first month. Okay. So very, very basic stuff, small steps to make you move forward from there. Other things we might want to look at is tighten up your food slightly. So I'll never say to someone, right, okay, we're going to go into week one and this is going to be your calorie intake. It might just be you being more aware of what you eat for the first week. So now what we do when people come in and work with us, they will look at, okay, I'm going to write down what I've eaten for that week. And a lot of the time you will make your own changes because you've seen what you've eaten written down on paper. So that's what I would encourage you to do. I don't want you to be going straight into calorie tracking, this amount of carbs, this amount of fats, whatever it may be. Look at what you've written down and what you can change yourself before going in a little bit more detail. And also adding in a new routine for week one is just one thing that we want you to do. So whether it be adding a morning routine or five minutes stretching per day, adding real small basic things to take you from gears one to two. Okay. It could even be that you start taking a couple of supplements and that make that as part of your routine for the day. So that is another very important thing that we want to do. Makes sense so far going up through the gears. Okay. Next up, normalize the hurdles along the way. So every single body transformation, hurdles are going to come up and we've got to allow for us to drop down a gear, take a step back and reevaluate. Okay. So coaching, however many people I have done over the past 10 or so years, 
there are hundreds of hurdles that pop up and you've got to understand right now that a body transformation is not going to be a straight line journey. So again, those of you that are on here now that have been with me for, for six months, a year plus, you'll know that some weeks are really, really good. You make a lot of progress. Some weeks are not so good. So we take a little step back, reevaluate, maybe change your plan around a little bit, give you a little bit of time to focus on other aspects of your life apart from the body transformation. So for example, stress might be going on at work. You might have a lot going on in your plate. You might have to work a few extra hours at work at certain times. You might fall sick. Obviously, we've had COVID um, for the last two, two and a half years. So that has put a lot of stress on people's lives and their body transformation hasn't been their number one goal. Okay, so when we need to take a step back, normalize it and understand that it is a normal thing to happen. You might also have other personal demands in your life. So some people have had kids, they've had new jobs, they've had to travel a lot, whatever it may be. Just drop down a gear, accept that it's happened, and then we can then reevaluate and then cross that hurdle when we come to it. Another comment, what have we got? Drop gears when you hit a hill. Yeah, exactly, Rob. Yeah, good little analogy there. Perfect. Does that make sense for everybody so far? Perfect. Okay, pushing and pulling back. So I do this within my own business and I know I've spoken to a few of you about this previously and we can push and we can pull within our body transformation. So if we go, for example, we want to go on a six week big push, maybe to drop a little bit of extra body fat or to really optimize our performance, we're going to push as hard as we can to make that progress in that amount of time. And then other periods, you're going to want to pull back. So again, you might have a little bit of stress going on at work. You might have stress going on in your family life. Then is not the time to be pushing your workouts as hard as possible. Okay, so that is what we call a pull. So we pull back slightly. We can evaluate what's going on in our own life. And when it is ready to that time to go again, we can then go back into that push. So personally, for me, I'd probably go three to four weeks push. And then I generally have like a, a pullback week where I can kind of reevaluate. And just like when you do a, a deload week, similar to that, but this is kind of like the overall kind of picture rather than just our training. Okay. Um, yeah, there's absolutely no, nothing wrong with pulling back when needed. Okay. So don't feel like you have to have your foot on the gas all the time at 100%. Okay. So just bear that in mind when we are going through that transformation. Right. Let's have a sip of my tea get a dry throat from talking right okay so next up number three set your standards okay more tea vicar it's actually a lemon and ginger tea henry okay the importance of standards okay so we've talked about standards a lot within the within the rising hunger program looking at how can we raise our standards even if it's by one percent for each thing that we do. So if we the compound effect of that over the year is absolutely massive. So we want your own standards to keep you consistent on the weeks that you would have probably fallen off or knocked off on in the past. So we want small standards that can be raised every single day. And yeah, by that 1% every single day to compound over the year. So there's a few core actions that you can keep you moving closer to your goal. So right now, is there any standards that you think of at the minute they they need improving 
or just give me a couple of examples in the box. What standards you focus on each and every day to make sure that we're working to that higher standard overall. So I'll just give you a few seconds. And then what we're going to do, I'm going to go into a little practical kind of um, part and then we'll, we'll go from there. So give you a few seconds, guys. So like, what kind of standards do you hold yourself to each and every day at the minute? So would one of your standards be to exercise daily or to move daily? So for myself, that's one of my standards. The cream eggs I'll get in you now. Don't know what that means, but okay. So we're getting, we're going to set our standards in these following areas, guys. So to be honest, hold high integrity, treat people with respect. Perfect. Yeah. So your standards are very, very high within that. And obviously with the job that you have, Rob, that is very important there. What we're looking at now, we're going to set our standards in these areas. So I'm going to read them out. If you have downloaded the form, absolutely cool. If not, take some notes on your phone or a piece of paper. So we're going to set our standards in exercise, sleep, cardiovascular, water, career, and social. Okay. We can also do this with our nutrition too, if we want. So there is a worksheet and it's blocked out in a 12 week block. So I think it's week one to four, four to eight, and then eight to 12. Would you rather do it now or would you rather do that in your own time? So uh, put one for do it now, two for in your own time. Two in your own time. Okay, perfect. So as long as you've got the sheet, that's absolutely fine. And then what we can do, these are metrics that we can then go forward to and evaluate every four weeks over that next 12 weeks. Have we stuck to our standards for exercise? So for me, my exercise standards would be to be exercising four times per week minimum. Obviously now is a little bit different because I've got the event coming up, but normally it would be four days a week minimum. My sleep, my, my standards are minimum seven hours. Um, water minimum will be three liters. So like that's the kind of standards that we want to be looking at. And then we can look back at that and then change it every four weeks as needed. Does that make sense to everyone so far? Perfect. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we've done this page. We'll move it on. Okay. And then just a quick one before we go on to the next principle. What other non-negotiables are important to you? So just put a share in the box. So there's a couple of examples here. Family, career. What other non-negotiables are important? It could be that you cook a, a fresh meal every day. Fun. Yeah, perfect. So again, this is going to be going back to our core values, which we did uh, a few weeks back. And any, anything that is else is important to you, let's set some standards on it. And if we go back to when Martin came on, the, the sniper, his standards on everything are set very, very high. So that's the kind of level that we want to be looking at moving forward. Relaxed time. Yeah, perfect. So having that you time, amazing. Perfect. Okay. So key principle number four. So the motivation trap. So as a coach, I want the best for you. And I know 100% everybody is not going to be motivated 100% of the time. And for me, I'm not motivated 100% of the time either. So if we look at motivation as a finite kind of resource and I'll give you a couple of examples here. So there'll be times you'll need to train, but you don't feel like it. So Rob, I know you said this to me a couple of times over the last couple of weeks. There's going to be times when 
you'll need to choose the healthier option, but you won't be motivated to do it. So you might go out for dinner. You might choose, I don't know, um, a greasy fry up when you should be choosing poached eggs on toast, for example, to keep your standards high. So these are the things that we want to be looking at. So if that was the case and you went and had your, your greasy fry up, that would be you dropping your standards because you've set your own standards of nutrition to a higher standard. Does that make sense? And then another one, there'll be times where you need to get your steps in, but it's raining. Some people, they won't go outside when it rains. To me, I think that's a little bit lazy and just an excuse to not do it. Okay, so again, if exercise is your standard and you want to set your standards higher, if you've not gone out in, in the rain and done that, you've dropped your standards. Okay, so your expectations and standards have dropped. We want to keep them up as high as possible. Could always pace around the house. Yeah, you could do. Okay. Instead of motivation, think standard. So again, if you are going to make this bad choice, think, okay, well, I've set myself these standards. Nobody else is going to know, but I'm going to know. Okay. You, you could get away with not going out in the evening. If it is raining, you're going to know, but nobody else is. So your standards are what is going to keep you up where we should be. Okay. So don't rely on motivation most of the time. If we set these standards nice and early, it's, you're going to be answering to yourself. And also, yeah, it requires us to push out of our comfort zone sometimes. Okay. So not everything should be comfortable. If you're raising your standards just that 1% every single time, you are going to get that transformation, whether you are motivated or not. I like the idea of the standards way of thinking. Yeah, perfect. Your performance will only suffer if you don't stick to your standards. Yeah, exactly. If, for example, we, we say we want our nutrition to be higher standards, future you, that doesn't get the results you wanted. You know when your standards are slipped. Yeah, exactly that. So for me, I'll use the event coming up as um, an example. My standards for me, I want to complete it in a, in a good amount of time. And for me to do that, I know that my standards with nutrition now for the next six weeks have to be spot on. I know that my standards for my sleep have to be spot on. I know my standards for my training and me showing up and doing it, even if I don't want to, have to be spot on because if I don't raise my standards now, when I come to that day, I'm going to make a fool of myself and I'm not going to do it in the time or whatever it was that I wanted to do it in. So right now, my standards are having to be raised to get myself to where I need to be. So think of it as, yeah, how can we improve your standards on a daily basis? So take loads of notes on this, guys, and then when you've done it, come back to me and send it to me in either the group or into WhatsApp. Okay. Oh, missed a bit here, guys. So just a quick one on the standards. So your body is a reflection of your personal standards that you hold for yourself. So write that down because that's a big kind of little quote that's going to help you to kind of move forward from that. So you want to think about the standard that you're going to hold yourself to from just listening to this presentation today. If there's one thing that you can take away and share, or you can share it on your social media with somebody else to help them raise their standards, then we've done a pretty good job. Okay, so just bear that in mind. Okay. So setting the minimum and maximum commitments each day, I'll just give you a few seconds to write down. I'll see a couple of you writing still.
Any questions? What we got? Cool. If we're all good and ready to move on, guys, just put number one in the chat box. Perfect. Cool. So next up, so part of that motivation trap, setting yourself minimum and maximum commitments each and every day. So a lot of you, we will do this within your week and month anyway. So we'll set you a minimum and maximum amount of workouts to hit over the 30 days. So it might be we want you to hit a minimum of 80% of your workouts over the 30 days. It might be we want you to hit your calories 80% of the time over the week. Whatever it may be, it might be we want you to hit minimum of three, maximum of four workouts over the week. So you're setting yourself minimums and maximums for each of the standards that we've got. So what is the lowest standard that I will accept for today? And then what is that highest standard that I'll accept? So give yourself that leeway, because if you don't always hit that highest, highest standard, you're probably going to feel bad about it. So set yourself the kind of minimums and maximums with it. So it requires a commitment and doing what you said you would long after the mood that when you said you would do it has left. Okay. So commit to the future you by doing these standards. Okay. Even if you're setting yourself three to five standards per day, you're going to be a lot further ahead than most other people. Okay. Anything that stood out there so far for you guys, anything you want to share in the box? No, cool. So number five. Okay. So number five, be present in your journey. Oh, got a comment in the box. I like the buffer zone of minimum and maximum standards. Yeah, perfect. So what I want you to do is go away and figure out how you're going to use that within your day-to-day -day life. Okay. Write down a couple of examples and do it from there. So for example, however many meals you have in the week, say you have four meals a day. What's that? Uh, say 28 meals or whatever it is over the week, how many of their meals are going to be freshly cooked, for example? Yeah, so minimums, maximums. Yeah, so every single thing that we do, we can create the buffer zones for that. Okay. Yeah, so number five, be present in your journey. So there could be a chance that you've been in great shape before or you've achieved a lot of other success in your life. So it could be whether it's career, it could be sport, it could be um, your own business. But you may find it difficult to start over if you have been in that position before. Okay. So this can ultimately lead to the question why you're not able to look or perform like you used to, or why it isn't as easy as other tasks in your life. That's normal and it's bound to happen. So we've, all of us have had past success. Okay. And we've probably had past failures as well, but this is, there's nothing we can do about that. This is where we are right now. And we have to be present with your transformation here and now. Okay. So not comparing ourselves and beating us up about what we have done or what we have achieved in the past. Some people, they've been in absolutely fantastic shape. They've not done anything for years. They've gone into a high stressful job. They've had kids, etc. They're 20 years older than they were. And a lot of people will go back to that point when, oh, I, I could do this when I was 20. I could do this when I was 25. I used to play this level of football, whatever it may be. That is not a healthy way to look at things. Uh, what we got? Sounds familiar. Yeah, perfect. So next up. So you've probably heard this one before. I have mentioned this a few times. So comparison is the thief of joy. Okay. 
I don't blame anyone for comparing themselves to others because it's so easily done. And also, like I said at the start, with the social media, the Instagram and all those kind of things, even I sometimes compare myself to people that I know I shouldn't. So to get rid of that trigger, unfollow them, get rid of them. They don't bring any value to me apart from me comparing myself to what I think I should be like or what I think I should look like. Okay, so all you've got to do is focus on your journey, not what anyone else is doing. So what you're doing today are your standards where they should be. Okay, if you've ticked off those boxes, as well as if you've gone through the core values, you've ticked off your core values, you know that you've lived to your own higher standards within that day. Does that make sense? Give me a thumbs up. Perfect. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. Next slide. Celebrating the wins. Okay, so there's a lot of people that do not celebrate enough of the small wins. Okay, and I'll relate this back to a podcast I listened to the other day with James Smith, um, James Smith, the PT, and a guy called Stephen Bartlett. James Smith was saying many, many people have come to him saying they will be successful or they'll be happy when they've dropped 10 kilos. Now, the difference between zero and 10 kilos weight loss, there's a lot of other things that go in between. You're losing your first half pound. That's a small win. That needs celebrating. You lose your first kilo. Okay. That's a small win. That needs celebrating. Okay. If you wait until you've lost that full 10 kilos, that's, that's a very, very long time for you to demotivate, get demotivated and to fall off the fall off the wagon. If we're celebrating every single week that you've dropped a kilo or you've added one kilo to your bench press or your squat or wherever it may be, you're going to be celebrating every single week, which is only going to motivate you more. And it's going to keep you disciplined to the thing that you should be doing to get that end result. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's now every single week, I want everybody to be sharing small wins, whatever it may be. Doesn't even have to be to do with fitness. Could be to do with something that you did at work. What have we got here? Whenever I move up a weight, I'm always really pleased. Yeah, because it's a win. It's something that you've never done before. And it's something that you've achieved. Agree, Henry. Yeah. So let's make that a promise. So for everybody listening back, I want everybody celebrating the wins, no matter how small they feel to you, because someone else, that's going to inspire somebody else. If you've lost a pound, great. Let people know, because other people might just be starting off their journey and they're going to be inspired by you because they're going to see over a period of three, four, five, six weeks or months, or whatever it is, that every single week you've shown up and you've dropped a pound or you've dropped a kilo or you've added X to your, to your squat or whatever it may be, all these different wins, and they don't even have to be number-based. So it could be completely irrelevant to your weight or whatever you lift, whatever win that you've done. So for example, you might run your first 5k could be something to do with that could be something to do outside could be you went on your first bike ride in 10 years and you enjoyed it whatever it is that is a small win because it's got you up and got you doing something that you that you haven't done either ever or um in a long long time when we did the reviews in january someone mentioned they wanted to go skiing and them just booking that ski lesson was a win because they'd never done it before. They wanted to try it and they enjoyed it. Okay. So all these little things, I want them to be celebrated and get people at work to be doing this as well. So like those of you that are in um, like office-based scenarios, get 
staff members to be sharing their wins in each every week. It's so easy to be in a negative kind of place. And that obviously brings down the whole of the, the force. Whereas if people are celebrating wins and being inspired by others, that's going to turn that around 180. Okay. So just bear that in mind. That's probably the biggest thing that I can share with you on here. Right. That is our five principles. What stood out for you the most on this presentation? Just give me a share, guys, in the box. Type it in. Or if you want to come on, type share, and we'll get you on to do a quick, quick share with the group. Set standards. Perfect. Made a nice meal. Anything you want to share, Tyson? So the standards are going to be what we want to be using going forward. Okay, guys? So very, very important. Okay, so this is a little thing for you to do. So your body being a reflection of the standards you hold yourself to and to set minimum standards. Perfect. Standards when motivation is low. Perfect. Accountability. So write this down, guys. Number one, to ensure this is a, success, is a success, I want you to write down your new standards that you're holding yourself to, share your wins, lessons, and challenges within our Facebook community. So write these down. Talk to the closest people to you and ask for their support and understanding. So there's so many people that come onto calls with me wanting to join the program, but they haven't got the support of their other half. That is the number one reason that people don't join because the people around them don't support their, their dreams and aspirations of where they want to be, okay? So if you don't talk to the people closest to you now and ask for their support, then that's something that needs to be done now. Number four, tag me on social media each day so I can keep you accountable and give you direction. Show me your food, your steps, and your exercise minimum three times a week. So that is a standard that everybody should be setting for themselves. It takes you 20 seconds to do it, but then you're holding yourself accountable to me and everybody else that sees it. So I'll just run through those again. Number one, write down your new standards that you're holding yourself to. Number two, share your wins, lessons, and challenges within the community. Number three, talk to the closest people to you and ask for their support and understanding. Number four, tag me on social media each day so I can keep you accountable and give you direction. Show me your food steps and exercise minimum three times a week. Is that something that everybody can set a new standard to do? Just type a one in the box if they agree. Perfect. Okay, just going to run over a quick summary, guys. So, Number one, don't overwhelm yourself at the start. Number two, set your standards. Three, push and pull back when needed throughout your journey. Number four, commit to your goals even when you don't feel like doing it. Five, be present in your journey. Don't compare to what you used to do or what others are doing now. And then utilize accountability as a tool to ensure success. So I'm going to take a screenshot of this as well. Perfect.
And then just going to go into a quick Q&A, guys, if there is any questions or if there's anything that you want to go into a little bit more depth. Um, but I think this is a very, very good tool for you to now go forward and use to raise your standards, not just for yourself, but others around you as well. So if there's any questions, guys. Perfect. So. Any questions or any shares at all? I'll just leave it 30 seconds, guys. And then when you have written out your standards in the standards builder, I want you to share that in the group as well. Okay, happy with that? And if you are listening back, please make sure you go through steps one to five and let me know when it has been done and your biggest takeaway below. No questions, guys? Cool. Okay, well, I'm going to hang around for the next couple of minutes. If you have to shoot, that's absolutely fine. I'll hang around for any other questions that need doing. Henry, all good? Perfect. So I'll just hang around, guys. Feel free to leave when you are ready, and I'll see you during the week. Have a good one, guys. I'll just wait around for the next couple of minutes. <laughs>